What's going on, everybody? Captain Robert and crew here for Marrow Strand, episode 26. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. 26, one of the most worthless birthdays ever. What? I really? feel like there's a story there that I don't <laughs> yeah, know if we can go into on stream. I mean, everything except for this last birthday was the worst birthday ever. So, get out there. Tell me about your previous life. <laughs> Adam's like, one out of ten. Could have been better. <laughs> well, Timmy, if you'd start living your life as a gay woman. <laughs> Oh Actually, man! I'd I do it as a gay frog. The water. <laughs> <laughs> Make the frogs guy. <laughs> what riveting conversation! Oh, hey, there it is. This is what you wait all week for. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate it so much. <sighs> wow, chat! Look at I you. You look do. pretty out there. I really do. <laughs> hey, chat! I really do. Who's got big announcements they want to let the community know about before we get started? TwitchCon, baby. Uh, you can find me at the Beacon booth this weekend. I will be working there until my feet fall off. So uh, if you want to have a like schedule a meeting with the Beacon dudes, they're like for whatever reason, whether you want to chat with them about, you know, sponsorship or, you know, buying product or what the product actually is. Uh, come talk to me. I'll schedule you in. You'll be good to go. When are they going to do their bacon marketing campaign? And if they're not doing it, bacon, bacon. why? Because bacon, 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 I feel like... Well, they are Canadian, so it would be fake bacon. Oh. Canadian bacon bacon? Like, uh, oh. it's, bacon, just bacon. Ham. it's just ham. That's all it is. Okay. Is that what bacon is? It's just ham? You know how awesome I know. this would be in the middle bacon of a cotton floor to get ham. just a nice, thick slice of ham? I mean, I'm not a marketing you gotta, like, genius. You got to stamp the logo in there, too. Oh, a little bacon <laughs> logo little stamp bacon. for your bacon. Hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll get the bacon, guy. Hold on. Bacon stamp. <laughs> Back it up. All the genius that just pours out of this show every uh, single week. And you could have him there at the grill flipping bacon at this at the station. I mean, this. Come he on. is kind of bacon like. He's kind of bacon like. He's kind of bacon. I just I just immediately went to like food, friends, family. Eat and bake beans. <laughs> you can't go all <laughs> It doesn't taste very really good, though. No, it doesn't. Doesn't look yeah, like it tastes good. A bigger one, and they sent us a <sighs> life-size one. <laughs> I'm, I'm even more sad that I'm not going now. <sighs> oh, buddy. My little dude's around here somewhere. On my shelf, yeah, he's on my but shelf behind the. I should potentially be going to BlizzCon, um, oh. so. We'll see, but if you're going to BlizzCon, I'll be there. I'm um, also going to there, and I just found out somebody else is going to party with us. That's me. That's and me. I, I kind of assumed <laughs> in the you area, went... and we're just at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, just uh, Anaheim is literally like 30 minutes away, so just. Yeah, I'm going to be there with my boss. So BlizzCon is like you know, a 10 day little... party with like a two day convention. Yeah, true. Oh, and I'll also be at PAX Unplugged. Get oh, sweet! No, you're going to be at Unplugged. Yep. Cakes and pies, cakes and I'm pies. Actually, I'm actually going, uh, so I'm not going for work. I'm going for fun, but I'm actually going to be with the Magi RPG crew. So we might be oh, doing fun. some streams and some other stuff there. So it uh, should be a good time, but yeah, I'll be there. Um, but that's those are the only announcements I have. Man, wait till you see the hotel that I'm at for, for PAX Unplugged. Oh. 
know? <laughs> we got this big Airbnb. It's weird and awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mine is definitely an inn. <laughs> mine is definitely an inn. Like a day's inn. <laughs> Red Lion. <laughs> Ooh, I think I might still have some of their ashtrays lying around here. <laughs> hey, fresh coat of paint, baby. <laughs> Sold me fresh coat of paint. Hey, send me a photo paint? from the front of the Red Lion. Hey, so. <laughs> We're, we're, we're saving on that stay. Yes, you are. <laughs> I just hope you don't come back with some communicable disease. <laughs> like I said, fresh paint, yo. Right <laughs> on the walls mm. and in my heart. <laughs> oh, God. I actually have one thing. I, I actually oh. have a stream announcement this week for the first time oh. in forever. Since uh, I do my two streams a week on my channel for Jackbox, I've got my first code in forever from the Jackbox folks. It dropped me the new Party Pack 10 that arrives on Thursday. We will be doing that on stream Friday at 5 o'clock if you want to check out that new, new. Heck yeah. That no. new, new. It's I'm a very good excited. time. Wait, Swing Friday by. at what time? It's a good time. Uh, five o'clock Pacific. You do five, yeah. The your normal, your normal time. Yep. Okay. I might, depending on how crazy things get, try and do a launch on Thursday and see if anybody shows up. But uh, it'll be definitely getting into all the new stuff for at least an hour, at least an hour on Friday. Mm. The Jack Master. True, truly. I'll go Jack with you. Ma I, I love when yes, you show up for Jack Feisty. <laughs> I'm here to wreak havoc. Over here we have doing things. D and D tomorrow with Stormforge, and then we're off for the rest of the week. Because I will also be in TwitchCon Vegas, and I'll be all over the place. So who knows where you'll be able to find me or not? But uh, I will definitely uh, cheers the Voodoo Ranger if I'm out and Don't about. Don't worry, guys. I'll be home to take care of everyone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a hard job, but somebody's got to save that money. <laughs> I'll be there the with great you. Great words of Little Dicky. <laughs> We're gonna save that money. We're gonna watch Jackbox games with radio on Friday. Yeah. I can't watch yeah. it. We're gonna play. We're all gonna get in on. There's new TKO, oh, which I'm dying to get in. Kill on Thursday though, and I'm really excited for that because he's been singing his Dixon Dallas songs. I know a lot of people have heard those from uh, from TikTok and stuff, and I am he's so excited for this. Down in Dallas. <laughs> 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 and New Mexico. There's anyway. no ad-friendly way to expand on this. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's it. Quick fun side story. When I was when I was home last, my brother got extremely intoxicated and drank that at a karaoke at this like hole in the wall bar, and no one knew anything about it. And he was just up there just going because he was just wasted. Just and everyone's like, what is this dude singing? <laughs> it was I bet you the person hosting incredible. karaoke got that request and was like, oh, this is this is going to be this yeah. is glorious. This is gonna I'm work pretty out. sure he just recorded it the whole time, uh, along oh, with like sure. half the bar. Yeah. So. Picking up where we left off last week. Gasps in Spanish. Numero <laughs> to 26. <laughs> Set out with a bounty from King Tonga to eliminate the fey creatures that have spilled out 
from the galleon that has ran amok and away from Marrowstrand. Unbeknownst to you, leaving fey creatures littered throughout Marrowstrand, you guys took on the first bounty. Unbeknownst to you, finding not one, but two of your quarry merged together at the hit. You guys were able to dispatch this mutated uh, frog hemoth in style. We pick up the moments after the stalk of your prey. Fresh off looking what might be in the belly of the beast. The scene is yours. I can't believe we just did that. That was nuts. That was something. Now we can see what it's been eating. Who's to help me split this thing open and see what's in its gullet? Um, uh, Why do you want to see that? I mean, I, I am not opposed to that idea. Do you want I, to build a gullet bomb? I, I can, I can help you, Tarvin. I've. I just, I practice. actually, I have one request before we uh, start going too crazy on these things. I, um, I don't know if maybe somebody can help me. I, I'm, I'm very interested as to how these two frog hemoths became one this seems i don't know very unnatural and um before we get too mutilated with it uh, maybe we could do a little just kind of investigating on it and i don't know anybody who's got a doctorate or you know anatomy expertise <laughs> like a really high nature chick <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I know about anatomy is that when you slice the outside and the inside comes out, that's usually when you win. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I just, I, like, I've never seen anything connected like this before. And and um, I don't know if, like, was it magically joined together? Did it happen just, is it Maybe just a freak of nature? Effect? Do you think they did it on purpose? I, that's what I, that's what I don't know. I, like, and was it's this... so like, why did they even drop it out here? Well, I think... I don't think they wanted it dropped. I think that was a part of this whole thing is these uh, these kind of escaped from the galleon. Hmm. I guess we don't really know, but... What did they want with it then? Why were they that... trying to get shells into the city? I, There's I'm a lot starting we to... don't know. I, I have a, an anatomy question, bud. Uh, okay. Do you turn into that? No. Yes. There's no, like, if it bit you, <laughs> would you become that? I don't want to find that out. That's for sure. <laughs> look at uh, me. I look way too pretty to turn into th that. I mean, look, it's eyes are way, my eyes are nice and spaced apart. Those eyes are all connected on one weird, well, like, strand. Apart, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, the perfect, like, symmetry is my eyes. I bet that thing's got incredible peripheral vision. I don't think it has a blind spot, actually. Do you have a blind spot, like right in the middle? Actually, it's a little bit of a problem, especially that I shoot a bow. I have to really like, <laughs> I'm basically just a one-eyed shooter. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, we've never thought about this. I didn't either, not until he brought it up. But... 
I was looking oh at Oh my it, god. I was like, I feel like there's like a gap. Oh in the middle my god. Like, you know, it was like this little blurry blind spot. <laughs> this whole Don't time. Don't me to shoot with both eyes, okay? I'm a one-eyed shooter. I can do one or the other, but I can't do both at the same time. Oh, that's so creepy. He's looking at what he shoots and somebody else at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's there's the there's side eye of doom. Just pick an eye. Love. Just pick an eye. There's a lot of scenes that we didn't explore in previous combats where with uh, me and Akiko were back off from the battle and every time I shot a shot, I just winked at Akiko with my other eye. <laughs> you weren't winking at me? You were just trying to see? I <laughs> Someday when your daughter brings her frog boyfriend home, you're going to be shooting your bow both looking at the target and him at the same time. <laughs> Don't forget, Bud's always watching. <laughs> Incredible. Sleep with one eye open, because I always do. Mm. So yeah, Bud's gonna like kind of make his way over to the uh, frog hemoth bodies and just kind of do some inspecting to see like does it look like it was surgical? Does it look like it was just like a growth? Is, is there a sense of any magic on him that it was? I got a growth. <laughs> oh, can we go check down like where, uh, like where it was hiding for like maybe another cage or something like that? Ooh, that's another good thing to check as well. Yes, you can. Uh, this will be a, let's see here. Nature check for you, bud. And perception it. for Akiko. Uh, I will help Akiko if that grants advantage at all. Or You can roll as well. Okay. I see. You know what? I'll, I'll help you. Because, uh, you know, we were kind of we in on this, this frog nonsense together. Okay. Frogs. Oh, help, please. <laughs> so you'll, you'll roll as well. Oh, God. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We we got the same. Got it. Carbon's nice. looking the other direction. Straight You're, you and I are looking at it for two different reasons. I'm looking how I can section it. You're looking at how it got put well, together. Well, Chuck, I would say that's the Clayoka. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is where they put. No, that's where they eat from. Okay, I don't know. Sex a giant tentacle frog. Bushes baked beans. <laughs> With the 29 from Crack, you can look at the opening of this kelp forest that ranges out. And while there is a small opening that they have ripped through, that forest is just as thick and dense as it was before. You don't see any immediate threats, but there are openly smaller fish that are swimming through it isn't that distinctive calm where you saw almost no particles no fish before where everything was kind of settled uh things seem to be in a safe spot ocean wise at the moment i think we're clear i think we're i think we yeah everything looks good What do you mean by good? Better than bad. <laughs> That'll do it. 
just kind of dust hands off, turn around, and walk away. Zakiko, you just look up, and you're like, anything could be behind that kelp. It could be one foot behind it, and we have no idea. Not walking in that. As you, like, clap your hands and, you know, like, brush your hands and walk away, like, Crack, like, put his hand up to get a high five, and you just walk away, and I'm like, no! Okay. Okay. I didn't see! Yeah, your perception is My perception was too (laughs) (laughs) For you guys checking out the frog hemoth, there are no stitches. And it seems to have been created this way. Whether it was created at birth, whether it was created through magic or non-magical, that you don't know. But it was definitely not... A necrotic sewn together process. This thing was very much biological and living together. Well, I I don't know. Um, all all I can say is that it's not a Franken frogamoth. It it seems to just be a I don't know, maybe just a freak of nature. I don't see any bolts in its neck either. I am going to take some time while it is still not mutilated to make like a quick sketch just to for, for notation, just to what it looked like, where it was connected at. Just take some notes down um, for myself more than anything. Me too, but it's going to look like a toddler drew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like right next to him and like looking over at his sheet. I can't go on hey, back to no mine cheating. and trying to no shade cheating. a little. These are my stick figure frogamots. Why was it? Screen looker. <laughs> but I don't think there is any other reason to suspect other than the Fae have touched these creatures. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess more that I just wanted to confirm that than anything. I don't. I, I don't know anything about the Steris Galarum, you know. And and if these if these things are connected to them in any way, then I I want to get as much information as I can about it, you know. There's I think no. We're all just kind of hungry for information at this point. Indeed. There's no telling what he wanted to do with these abominations. But none of those answers will be good, I'm sure. Mm, yeah, that's kind of what I was afraid of. Either way. He's already dealing with Vampire uh, spawn In the city and There's a connection there We can obviously draw to the conclusion That Theris Galarum Has no line in what he's willing to deal with That is for certain Luckily he's got us to deal with So We'll see how that pans out for him where there's smoke, there's fire, but not, not underwater, I guess. But yes, there are volcanoes. Oh, that, that's <laughs> true. That is literally true. Literally, that smoke. Bonfire worked pretty well too. <laughs> Cracks bombs. We've seen a lot of it, actually. <laughs> Multiple episodes. Are you okay, bud? Are you all right? Yeah. Follow. Follow my finger. 
I lose I, you in the middle. I, okay, I, I come clean. That's a racist. Time about a little bit of a blind spot, and, and now I'm the butt of the joke. I don't think so. Did he's going to shoot a shot a right at your... He's going to, like, do a little quick draw just right at your feet just to show you that he's still got <laughs> some dexterity there. If Pal could shrug, Pal would definitely shrug as another creature <laughs> that is stuck in this predicament of non-forward eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got what I need. If we want to, I don't know, see if they've got any goodies inside of them, uh, I, I say let's get at it. Hal is taking all of his willpower to sit here and not get him a piece of this frog hemoth snack. But he's being a good boy. You can just I tell. I figured he'd be do you curled want a, do you up want around one of, one of these... the tentacles and just kind of like gnawing on it. <laughs> do, you want one, do you want one of these tentacle arms, pal? Yeah, let, let, let's get you a Tobin! Tobin! Come shot me off a tentacle from pal! After. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably don't need to, but uh, he's got death roll now, doesn't he? Oh, that's true. I like yeah. as I'm screaming <laughs> Tarbin to cut him off as a like, pal behind just comes in and giant maw of the crocodile just comes down and <laughs> launches that like Sonic. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and now there's just like this cloud of blood, <laughs> and inside of it you oh. can just vaguely hear. <laughs> He is a growing boy. Maybe, and, uh, gosh, they, maybe I didn't know better. I would be very afraid. I know better, and I'm still afraid. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, who's going to do the honors? <laughs> Tarbin's already got his falchion up against the soft part of the rib gauge. I'm just waiting for you to say go. Go! Didn't you cut it open for the final kill, though? So it should already be like... Oh, wow. He's, he's he's got it backside, so it, oh, Caramount's Bite has a... It. It's it's a long falchion with a smooth blade on one side, the backside, with this giant serrated edges for cutting through bone and sinew and cartilage and all that stuff. So he's just... He's, he's prepared, just... Say the word. Roll survival. We'll go ahead and let's do so with advantage. Yeah, I'll help. I've done this plenty of times as well. Well, not necessarily on frog behemoth a creatures, but you know, wild weird creatures. Oh, 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 this is, a, this is a, I the mean, first time I've skinned a deer. Recently. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's a little alarming at how well you know how to cut open frog anatomy. It is a little unnerving, but I love you, so <laughs> thanks. Okay, I'll just be over here watching. <laughs> It's Tarbin's song through it. Direct it's really <laughs> all the same on the inside. What you get through all of what's outside, all the gooey bits inside are all what make us... It just feels weird because our buttons look the same. I don't know. It just feels weird. <laughs> Tarbin. You're able to do an excellent job of navigating this abomination. When you first enter in, it's a bit somber as you were able to retrieve whatever remains that this ambush predator has gotten. And it's a mixed bag. 
But if there are identifiable parts within that, there should be some respite for those that are missing. As you gently take those remains and get those bones over to the side, they're put into a bag of holding and set off to the side. As you venture further, there's a shimmer that the light contacts with. Looks like a blade that is wedged into the side of the meat of this thing's stomach. And you go and you pull this piece out. In this wild shaped axe comes out. One that you have seen before, but you've never actually used yourself. It's a buzzsaw axe. What? Oh, man. Just kidding. <laughs> the send. Borderlands psycho style. The send button doesn't work. Oh, that's cool. You like music? It crumbles. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you about Huey Lewis in the news. Oh no, no, it's on. Uh oh oh. Okay. Here it is. Let's try this again. Wham. Whoa. Oh, whoa. As you pull out and you hold this buzzsaw axe, you remember seeing one of these thrown back in the games in the Caliban Islands. This axe can be thrown in a 120-foot line. Anything in that line has to make a DC 34 reflex save or take the damage of this axe. God. Now, (laughs) you're able to do that once per minute. You got lightning as an axe. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. You have a cat to be kidding me. Really? It's a plus two greater striking, too. Dude. So, the pluses to striking... Uh, never apply since we're an ABP game. So, oh, okay. Uh, we we always every weapon levels up as we go. However, the circumstance on this, this axe, no matter whether it is thrown or attacked with, always has the sweep trait. Always a plus three bonus. Wow. What a find. What a so, find. It does the it does the sweep straight the 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 sweep trait, which will it's is always a plus one, uh no matter because it's always you're always barbarian swinging with it. Uh and it does plus three damage on the roll. Good god. 
That's I want dope. you to go ahead and make a perception check on this buzzsaw axe. I'm, I'm way too enthralled by how fancy it is. <laughs> <laughs> so. Everything about this axe at the moment. is kind of surface value to you. Anybody else want to roll a perception check? I have yes. uh, <clears throat> I have my magical eyes going as well, so I don't know if that will help in any perception, but I I, I will take a look too because I just I see I see Tarbin pull this badass axe out of we there and watch him just get sucked into We're it, and I'm like, down. oh, what has he got there? What this you got time, there, I, big guy? I'm I'm very curious on how whoever had this didn't manage to cut through this beast while they were still alive. That's that's my big question. Yeah, right. right now. That's the the story is like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what what got sucked up by this thing? Holy crap! Might have been by themselves, you know. It just, just with the size of it, it certainly could have gotten stuck here. Oh. Thirty six. And Bud got a 32. Oh, good God. <laughs> we are vastly different in our perception checks, boys. <laughs> you guys notice with a honed edge on a blade like that, the sheer sharpness of it causes an additional 1d8 bleed. So the trade-offs on this blade while it does not have the super increased map penalty like your Falchon does, it has some power and trade-offs and also mm. is your launch weapon. Interesting. <laughs> I will. Now, 120 foot light. It's not a returning weapon, right? Like, yes, that's it returns. Oh, it, it does returns. return. It does say it on there. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is a returning weapon. Okay. <laughs> That blade will uh, cut deep, Tarbin. Still trying to figure out how, however it got in here, how it didn't cut through this beast. Well, maybe it did and then just got stuck and healed over. It's a very large creature. I look forward to tossing it around like I've seen a few times before in the mountain games. <laughs> it's a good day. That was a good find, man. That was nice. And by the way, it is a 1d12 uh, great axe. So it is a big boy. Nazi. That's that good, good. Oh, and you already added it to my sheet, too. Look at you. Christian, while well, you're in there pulling that buzzsaw axe out, you find these ornate armbands fine detail on this leather work looks almost dwarven in nature and how the geometric patterns line up square after square after square on each of them 
These are armbands of athleticism. When you wear these, you get an additional plus three bonus to your athletic checks. In addition, whenever you use the action to climb, swim, or succeed an athletic check, add an extra 10 feet to your movement. But it's not the only thing that you see when you pull out those armbands from the meat. Something bronze catches your eye. And you see the telltale sign of the bronze dragon head as its body wraps around in a ring. Do you reach for it? Absolutely. <laughs> well, Adam obviously does. Does Christian? <laughs> oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. By the way, armbands have been added to your sheet and they are equipped now. As you pull up this ring of the dragon, bronze in this case, you feel something inside you well up. It's almost like your lungs are able to take an extra breath. But you need to make a fortitude save. Uh, sweet. Uh, yeah. I've, oh man, this is tempting. Do I do a, an advantage? Yeah, do it. Use that card. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to burn an advantage card, this is a good time to do it. Yeah until the next time that you need to use it. <laughs> there goes to the spank card pile. <laughs> Fortitude. I am the oh, you are very glad you did that. You are very oh, glad, glad I did that. I'm glad I did. <laughs> Thank 36. <laughs> as your lungs well up, almost the same feeling as when you unleash your lightning breath but you have full control of it as you put on that dragon ring and you point this 60 foot cone in whichever direction you desire. As you can unleash a Skyrim style dragon shout in a 30, I'm sorry, in a 30 foot cone that depending on the amount of actions that you use dictates its strength. One action, 3d6. Two actions, 66. 96, force action. Go ahead and RP, letting that cone off into a safe direction. I think uh, Christian grabs the the leather uh strapped uh bands and uh and then like glances down and, and sees it and uh and he reaches down and, and he he picks up this ring and he just kinda holds it in his, his hand for a bit and his eyes just kind of stare at it and he thinks about 
the other dragon knights, ones that he's come across rarely in his time, in his history, and he wonders if there's a connection, and he sits for a second, and as he puts the ring on, he feels that connection, he feels that swelling, that familiarity, and that hinge of power, and he just kind of glances over at Tarbin, who's looking at this beautiful axe. Yeah. Now this. We'll pack a wallop. And he just holds his hand out, and you just, and then he just, this concussion of an eruption reaches out, and it shakes the water in front as the, the entire force of his, of his voice kind of echoes out through this ring. Oh, it shatters through the, the water, pushes back and breaks apart a bunch of the kelp forest in front of them. I like to I like to think that that force like also uh, clears all the blood away from Pal. So you just see Pal like just kind of off to the side with the tentacle hanging out. Now it's not hidden by the blood. <laughs> Holy crap. That was insane. Did you just do that with the ring or was that from you or was that? Both? Oh, the power of the dragon. This was a boon from Oroshan. This was, I was meant to find this. And he just kind of closes his eyes and gives a, a nod and a thanks for this blessing. Um, and then uh, he'll, he'll continue uh, kind of after he gathers himself to, to, Kind of dig away, see, see, see what they can, see what else they can kind of muster. A couple more small glass cases emerge. Fine wrapped leather. It's crack. You reach out for one as well as bud. Oh, goodies. Opening up these cases. On the inside, crack, you find an immaculate pair of alchemist goggles. These will actually add damage to all of your bombs, plus two to be exact. I've also gone back into your character sheet and redone range damage that previously did not incorporate your dexterity number because Pathfinder doesn't. <laughs> Weird. So you now have both your dexterity, your ABP, and the plus two. Damn, okay. So where you will have noticed before, sometimes your single bomb damage uh, unless you got a critical was a bit low. Mm-hmm. Now, you shall see. Mm-hmm. Plus six. There you go. Okay. Plus yeah. six, plus five. Hell yeah. So crack like... 
sees the the goggles and and kind of like holds them up and moving them around and immediately just takes off his and and in the in the rare times you get to see him take off his his goggles you see one eye is like completely milky white almost mangled you know from from some previous accident and then he puts the goggles back on the the new goggles on and kind of fits them in and I'm gonna need a little adjustment but these are these are all right and then he puts his his old goggles just because we don't we don't throw things away and he just slips them in his his pocket you also get a plus three to your crafting as well oh oh that's dangerous (laughs) (laughs) yes immediately like as he puts them on he like looks around and he goes well, that could be fixed, and that can be changed. <laughs> Inside your glasses case, bud. What did I get? It starts unwrapping it, not very gracefully. <laughs> you pull out a very ornate set of spectacles that look almost sylvan in nature. And would definitely earn you compliments at a cocktail party. Oh, these are these are gorgeous. These are gorgeous. Look at these. As you have a pair of glasses of sociability. Oh, right. Don't I look? Look! Look! Look at this. Look. This is this is a good look, right? And they like they kind of extend a little bit. That you know they just kind of like fit to whosoever face that they're wearing. So as he puts them on, you see the bridge just kind of extends a little bit and and that intricacy just kind of wraps in and fills in that space, but they, he puts them on and they just <laughs> fit perfectly on his already talked about wide head. So you get a plus one to your diplomacy. So cool. Oh, let's go. Plus, when you stare at another creature, you instantly remember their name if you've met or exchanged <laughs> yes. names. These glasses rely on your latent memories. So if the creature is disguising your identity, glasses won't penetrate the disguise. Uh, if a doppelganger was disguised as an innkeeper you met, the glasses would give you the innkeeper's name. So uh, it doesn't give you true sight. Social interaction. Right, right, right. <laughs> Turns out you just need glasses this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's awesome. And behind the glasses... There's a small bit of pigskin and a second layer where there is also a magnifying glass. As you pull out this magnifying glass, you begin to trace across over the top where there is some sylvan engraving and it naturally turns in to common for you. Yeah, I can read anything. So, the way that this pair will work, you will get a language per long rest that, that you, you can attune. That you can attune this magnifying glass. So you still have to choose. It's not a one hundred percent catch all of all of them, but Got it. you can set it. Hell yeah. So if you can decipher what language it is, then you'll be able to read it. 
program the magnifying glass to be able to read it. Dope. Oh, you can scan. Dope. You can also scan up to two pages of writing with the magnifying glass. You can generate. Uh, basically, you're able to copy. Oh, okay, cool. You Without are able to, make to like a intelligence check or anything like that. It can actually just quickly transcribe for you. Yep, dope. So you can get information quickly and have it stored without even having to make a reproduction. Hey, crack! I got a crazy idea. Do you think there's a world where we could like embed this into my new fancy glasses? We we'll talk about it later. But I, I don't know. That that seems like that could be really cool to just have it there all the time that I can just kind of knock it over. Monocle. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, the, you can stack lenses. That's actually pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah let, let, we'll work on that. We can work on that later. But just, you know, get rolling with some ideas. Okay. All right. All right. Both of these are in your sheet. Oh, that's so freaking dope. It's weird. It's asking. Oh, the magnifying glass. It's asking. I was like, to put it in a hand. I was like, <laughs> No, we just talked about it. It's worn. I want to look through the frog guts. <laughs> I have my like back kind of turned to the side, like looking over my shoulder, like if there's any. <laughs> and Santa Claus didn't bring anything for you, Akiko. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Almost pouting just on the side. Slightly <laughs> disgusted, yet. Not disgusted enough not to get something nice and new. <laughs> you reach in and you see something that is long and pearlescent. And it's spiraled. So you have to be careful. It is sharp. So you push back a little further and then you find the ornate hilt to this narwhal horn rapier. As you pull this blade out, it shines. But while you trace it through the water, you can see it freezing small particles all around and near the blade. It does 1d8 piercing and goes off of your finesse. So your dexterity is your modifier on the weapon. However, it also does 1d6 persistent cold damage and 1d8 cold damage on hit. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to kind of like lean over my shoulder. Catch, it catches my eye just a little bit. I'm going to kind of put my hand on it and then kind of see that it's see that it, it does curve in there and just kind of turn it and literally just unscrew it like out of there just ever so gently because I realize as it's shining that like it looks like it could be super delicate so I'm pulling it out really gently and it just keeps going keeps going you just see her like lean back and eyes wide like Christmas morning Nintendo 64 like amazing <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at what that vine. Wanna, oh man, and as I'm kind of like swinging it around and you can see like the little cold spots, I just want Pal to kind of like catch them like little snowflakes. <laughs> now that is a weapon. I think we can do something with this. Now, this rapier, it is a one-handed weapon. So you are able to still use your electrocall gauntlet and the rapier at the same time. I believe I have you proficient in this weapon now so you can use it I hope so there it is so with that being the case I could still like foxfire with my other hand I don't have to foxfire from your tail that's right never mind yeah. I don't think I've only had to use it like once or twice. <laughs> I've just been going spells for the most part. For some odd reason, it is not working, even though it is. I wonder if it's so because it it's special. Either way, I will get it fixed. It will have a, you'll have a plus 12 to this. So you should be doing, yeah, it'll be a 16 to hit. Cool. And there was a good bounty in the belly of the beast. Yeah, there was this. It was like this thing was like, wait a minute. It was like this thing was tailored just for us with its bounty. That is a little alarming, but I also feel like, you know, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw with these things. Sometimes Gozad is on our side, little man. Yeah, sometimes. For Mm. every one of our weapons, there are equal amount of old logs, dead fishing hooks, right, okay. Fish guts. <laughs> lots of bit short swords. Uh, there's <laughs> some plate mail in there. It's just like More rusty. Just... <laughs> there's plenty of junk inside there. Half of an old fishing net, a fermenting <laughs> stack of Nathan's hot dogs. Crack, do you uh, think you could put this in a bomb? What about say, this? Do you think you could put this in a bomb? Could you put this in a bomb? Junk right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 all going into my junk bombs. Everything, <laughs> just like just handfuls of stuff, and like the hooks are kind of like getting in between the webs of my fingers. And ow, ow, <laughs> that's not painful. Something of a saw movie. <laughs> um, what, is there anything that we need to bring back to show that this bounty has been um taken care of? Arthas has already sent the tongue to King Tonga. Oh, that's right. That, 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 yep, I forgot about that. Now 
we can go home and wait the next beast on the list. I'm gonna... Did... Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I'm gonna walk over to where I cleared out some of the kelp tree and forest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna notice something on the ground. Maybe. I'm gonna bend down. <laughs> I'm gonna look over at Marcos. Marcos, you might want to check this out. As I assume Rob's going to give himself an item too. Nice. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> so Nine damage. <laughs> I'm like, I would Help. think, right? Like, nope. you deserve an item too, buddy. You're part of this as well. No, I got the remains, man. I got my, I got, I got what I need. Never mind. It's shit. <laughs> hey, while, while, while you're over there, I, um, actually, and, and Bud's going to make his way up to you. I don't know. Do you, is there any cage or anything? Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to go deep into the forest, but maybe, maybe he left a pot of it around. Uh, I mean, I can look. Now take a perception check, I guess. I will take a peek see as well. Yeah. Damn. No, Damn. Won't. There is. <laughs> it's just kelp. <laughs> no cage to be found. Uh, this creature did not drag it with it. It, yeah, not sure if it actually came out of a cage. Who knows? Right. But there are no signs of one being here. I mean, we could go into the deep, dark, scary kelp uh, forest, but I, I, I don't. I'm not ready to do that. We did. I think our job. We did what we were supposed to do. And I, I don't. I mean. I can't imagine there would be any more information I could get off of this, you know, cage anyways that we didn't already get from the first one we saw. So I, I don't think it's worth it. Just wanted to just make sure it wasn't literally right here waiting for us to just, you know, walk by and see. Be sure I, the Violet Veil knows that Theris Calarum's behind all this. Further proof? Unnecessary. Yeah, they, they're definitely aware. I drift over to where Christian was pointing inside the kelp forest. At first glance, not noticing a thing, but I didn't look down far enough. As there is the remainder of this hermit crab shell, this giant hermit crab that's literally blown from its shell when you erupted your dragon shout so there's this this immaculate twisted pearlescent shell that's down at the bottom and since you scared the jibibis out of this one might as well put it to good use As he looks this well-armored shell up and down. I think I can put this to good use. As he will use this shell to inspire defense. Ooh. It will be the party's choice at the beginning of combat whether you want a Marcos to the use his conch shell or to right. use the giant hermit crab shell. 
Same <laughs> same principle goes. It can be a one, two, three. All depends on if I can beat the DC. And I went and I got the uh, thing set right. So we have the plus one, two, three. Nice. nice. That is all on here. <laughs> also, Tarbin, your range damage is fixed as well on your crossbow. It now reflects your dexterity points as well. Ooh, let's go. Got all the fixing going on tonight. No, the fixings. Well, um, that was very productive. And also, I would say we dispatched that pretty quickly, right? We, we've only been down here like, uh, what, like a couple of hours? If even. Battle is what battle is, my frog friend. Relish these moments of victory. Because you've tasted defeat more than once. I'm sure we can be home by lunch. That would be, uh, that would be swell. Honestly, that'd be swell. Pal, grab another tentacle for, to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Marcos, with you to set these souls at ease. Let's just take Have these you. back to the lodge. Check in with King Tonga. We'll meet the rest of you back at the house. Sounds good. You want me to go with you, Marcos, or do you want me to go with them and escort them back? Escort them back. We will not be gone long. We just need to pick up the second bounty. We'll be there shortly. Okay. Did you get enough, pal? Do you want do you, do you want another one? <laughs> He's looking Pals. a little green. Pal's upside down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's definitely happy stomach floating. Damn it, my Adam's showing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get that Gator and Nemo cake. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like soaking uh, some of the like remains and stuff in like some of the healing potions and feeding them to uh, Blueberry to get her back up. Such Doll. a good dad. Doll. Uh, as we as we go, I'm gonna actually uh, go up next to uh, Crack. Uh, I had a um, a question uh, mm. for you while we're traveling, Crack. So many questions um, today. Well, not necessarily. I guess a question is more of. Let me show you something. Um, and he's gonna pull out this this small kind of like dagger that he has. Um, I'm unsure. I was thinking perhaps maybe this would be something that would be beneficial for you when you're working. I don't know everything that you can do, but I know it's a lot and you have a brilliant mind for it. Uh, and he's going to like just press like the, the very back hilt of the dagger and you're going to see this like greenish like liquid start to like kind of pour out of it as it kind of slightly lights up. This has a... um a venom of some kind and it. it's a poison and I thought well I use it as a backup in case I ever lose my sword but if you wanted to use it borrow it study it I don't know even just to gather some poison for materials or something like that I would be willing I just was thinking about it when you were discussing all of the different bombs you make 
That's, this is awesome. That's incredibly nice. Also, and he pulls out the universal tool and he's like, do you need this back? Are you using it? Is it coming in handy? I mean, like every day, but. And you keep it. Oh, okay. Just keep making us cool things. And if you ever want to borrow this, just let me know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to know how, how, how it, how the, the venom is held. I might be able to like switch out venoms for it. I think it's a magical thing, but I, you would know more than me. Uh, sure. When we get back while we wait for them, I'll, I'll, and I'll just hand you the dagger and let you utilize it. This is a borrow. I need this just in case. Yes, borrow. And uh, yeah, and then we'll just continue uh, to head back home. Bud is just riding Pal slowly <laughs> because Pal is being slow. <laughs> and I'll just do. It's not what I wanted to do. Um. I'll just do this, I guess. Oop. That's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> As he s- stabs crack. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing, doesn't hit. Here you go. Hold this. Pretty sure that was an ASDF comic. <laughs> hey, hold this for me. <laughs> I remember how to like get it to just show up, you know? That's how I used to pa- pass out flyers for... You can just drag the item the from yours to his sheet. Yeah, true. Used to stand, stand outside venues and just like look at people and be like, here, hold this for me. Here, hold this for me. Here, throw this away for me. <laughs> Anyone doing anything else back at the site? Just making my way to the the cloister. Um, what's it called? The belay system. <laughs> On your way there, guys encounter a party of about six Lokath fishmen. They're so pretty. All swimming in formation, heading out to the kelp forest. As you can see, a collective sigh from them as they can see you coming back with the query of their bounty as well had you guys not passed your survival checks they'd have been scavenging the <laughs> they would have been there to got there first now whether Ooh. they would have killed it or not we don't know right 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 would have had to make some rolls do they look annoyed at us or do they look now nah, they're not annoyed as they just look back that they're too late <sighs> but they, it's it's very much as you pass it's respect because they're bounty hunters as well yeah you get them next time don't worry guys as the leader that is out in front the most ornate colored of the look tall well done I don't know if I've ever heard one of you talk before. Uh, thank you. That it wasn't. That was the, mainly our big furry friend Tobin. 
just is there looking at the giant bear that they that you guys have. <laughs> Which I'm always like, I think of him like he's going in between like swimming normal, then it's like Coca Cola polar bear. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you talking about? I'm riding seahorse. (laughs) I'm just fur in the hair. Yeah, now that we're uh, in a little (laughs) seahorse, we're able to get to the uh, the the hippocamps now. Since we're having it, not having the stealth anymore. After we've passed that group and are like seem like we're out of earshot with them, I'm gonna walk over to or make my way over to Tarbin. I um, that's interesting. Do you think that they were on the same bounty that you were charged with, or or maybe words just getting around about these fake creatures? Maybe when you go uh get the next bounty from King Tonga, just let me just ask and see. Is this is this a bounty he's opening up for everybody or is this just a contract for us Let me ask you something bud you're responsible for hundreds and thousands of people would you rest everything you know on one night vigilant and for five of his friends I mean we're pretty great friends but I do get what you're saying, and I that does make sense to not put all the eggs in one proverbial basket. Also, when you live on the friends, you'll understand. You pick up the dregs, you listen to the conversations that happen in taverns. What we're doing isn't secret. No, no, definitely, definitely not. I just, I hope people are also being safe. That, that thing was, that thing was no joke. I think Bud has a valid point that there are looser lips inside the court than we expected. We the wardens can address that when we drop off the departed. Bounty hunters are bounty hunters. They will find out it is the nature of their profession. I mean, that thing also clearly ate some pretty stacked people that... It was not being the most stealthy. Yeah. Indeed. You know, it was just, I'm I'm just thinking out loud type of thing, you know? Is this this something we should be quiet about for our next bounty that we get from them? Should we, you know, just thoughts. You asking questions? I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> if you want to go boasting to the streets talking about what you're doing, feel free. No one will listen. But I'm yes, to that. <laughs> other, others out doing what we're trying to do. We've seen the proof. We just need to get there first. D- um... Actually, one last thing. Maybe while you guys are going to do the second bounty pickup, uh, we, we can do a grocery run because we are like really out of food back at the crib. Um, are, are, are we getting paid for this or should we should we be frugal or should we, uh, you know, go crazy with the grocery bill? I don't know. We kind of assumed we weren't going to be coming back. But... 
guess we kind of have to. As here, as he drops you ten gold. Okay. <laughs> Grabs <laughs> it very quickly and puts it in his pockets. This is King Kong, King Tonga's wishes. Uh, I'll buy that. Uh, that sounds great. <laughs> Shop on my dime this week. We will be compensated. Oh, that, I mean, that, yeah, that right on. That's just really what I wanted to know. So, okay, we'll, we'll maybe we'll do groceries on the way back to the house and then we'll meet you guys back at the house. Sounds like a plan. Any, any requests? So there's plenty of coffee, eggs, bacon. Bacon. Beacon, beacon bacon. Got it. Okay. <laughs> plenty of flour and butter. I want to make biscuits. He wants to make biscuits as he writes down in his notes. <laughs> as part of the group heads off back to fill the pantry. Load up on supplies and catch a little bit of R&R after a very successful hunt. Carbon. You and Marcos head to the court. Do you have any idea of the other bounties. I was given a list. Would imagine with that combined monster, we got two out of the way. Said there was four deadly creatures out there. I'm hoping there's only two more. As to what the bounties are. Best are frog behemoths. I do not know. The letter was not in the script. That's why I'm hoping the wardens may have a little more. Once he receives his tongue. Mm. I hope for the best. This is the beginning. This does not bode well. Feel the same. No victory, even one like this. Some untested battlers. Got some good hits. Encounter something from the Fey or any other plane. It's a little bit meaner. Could be trouble. I'll still rest my life with this crew we have. Eat. Someone has to clean up this mess. It might as well be us. I'll tell you right now, if I even make this Theris Calarum, I've got some strong words. 
believe it or not, I trust Bud on this. He is coming into his own if anyone is going to find him. I think it will be him. I don't think he was given a fair shot. That frog's got some intuition. Happy to call him friend. Just like you, Marcos Costa. Indeed. Let us go find out what our friend Tonga has in store for us next. Before any of these other loose lip mounty hunters show up, shall we? Travel light, travel fast. We can only hope to beat them there. Point the way, hand. As we will take off in the direction of King Kongo's court. The rest of you guys headed up to the house. I've already put my online order in for groceries. It'll be there. <laughs> Just gotta swing by and pick them up. Don't worry, half of it, the the person's not gonna be able to find it. <laughs> Did you use uh, Code Dennis to check out? Five <laughs> <laughs> percent uh, for the cost. Five percent more. You can't just substitute oranges for tomatoes. That's not even the same. I know it's fruit, but it doesn't work. Uh, as you pick up your groceries, if there's anything that you guys want to RP back at the house, putting away. A variable feast. So about these glasses and Bud's going to take off his socialite glasses and the magnifying glasses and just going to kind of now what I'm envisioning may not be a reality, but I'm just thinking if there's a world where we can make the magnifying glass just be something that I can kind of like maybe flip down onto the the socialite glasses, but I don't want to take away from the prettiness that these glasses are, are kind of given me, you know? So, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there, you, you have options, you have options. You can make it so that the, like, it like lies, the, the lenses lie on the side and you just flip them around. You can make them so they flip up and down. You can just do like the single, you know, the monocle thing that like you would see a lot of, a lot of artificers have like many different lenses that flip up and down. Hmm. Um, I can make it so like, you can just drop them inside and take them out, but then you know, then then they're just loose, and you know, you might lose them. I'll um, I will lose them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can put them on a put it on a chain, so it is just a monocle, and look real mm-hmm. fancy. Akiko, what do you think would look better on me? Glasses that like... flip down from the top, out from the side, <laughs> or has a little artifice kind of on that takes down. I'm angrily cleaning out the fridge from all of the guts so that we can actually put food inside of it. And I just look back. <laughs> and okay, so you want to flip? 
Hey, so Crack's uh, uh, saying I can I can have I could have glasses that kind of like flip down over top of these and 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 they're just kind of like up and down or I could have them off to the side and they flip over like this or I could have just one that just kind of like tinks down on a little hinge. There, oh, like there that is... one guy with the CDs on the side and then he leans forward and then it flips over in the front. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm envisioning this. Just so you, <laughs> you think you that would I'm look the coolest? About. I mean. There, there if we're is... going for cool, then again, I'm... it might counteract the whole people wanting to talk to you thing. I've, I mean, who could really say no to this face? There, there is another option, too. <laughs> I could make it like maybe infuse them together and make it almost like a bifocal. Oh, now what? That's an idea. It might like... take a little bit more time. I mean that, and then I don't, and then I, I don't have to worry about losing it, and they're just kind of always there, they're interesting. There. Okay, yeah, if we think we can do that, let's let's do that option. So yeah, uh, Crack is gonna spend some time trying to figure out how to infuse the lenses together and make it into more of a, like a bifocal situation. <laughs> well, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll help you clean now. And then he'll go put on his little little kiss the cook apron and start helping you clean out the kitchen. Christian, isn't but maybe about an hour and a half into being topside before a note comes your way? Uh, we have a note. Um, it is not a we, it is addressed to you. <laughs> oh, I have a note. <laughs> Do I recognize, is there like a seal or anything that I recognize or? It is rushed. So it is a, a bird. <laughs> there is a wax seal on it, but it is very simplistic. Okay. Uh, all right. I will. Open the mail. There is a note requesting your presence in King Tonga's court. What a waste. <laughs> like all of us or like me specifically? No, you specifically. And it has oh, the God. signature of Tarbin, Marcos, and King Tonga at the bottom. That requests your presence immediately. Split the party. Split the party. Yeah, let me just go off on my own adventure by myself. This sounds great. I'm excited, okay, guys. It's uh, not. It... It's not going anywhere in like a an adventure state. It's like that's. Yeah, it looks. It looks on the up and up and official and everything. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Bet you wish you had that advantage card now. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Never. Well, uh, he's spending it. He's spending it at the right time. Don't don't shame him. Yeah, don't don't shame at me. OK, scare I'm, <laughs> I'm going to add a. He's a already D6, scared. That's, I, that's don't what scare we him more. So I'm going to add a plus one to my perception check. 
Burn them cards. Burn them cards. Add. Roll. It's a 31. Oh. Woo! I thought I was going to nail on that too. You just built different. That, that, that Christine Geller. Everything He's checks out man. that this is an official request. And it does appear to be Tarbin and Marcos's signature. I, um... Does it say T for Tarbin on it for his signature? Yeah. <laughs> it says P because he can't spell. No. <laughs> I, uh, I just, uh... Right. I just run to my room. And then I come back and, and I'm carrying my, my helmet with me. And, uh, I've got all my gear. I, uh, I have to go. I've been summoned, uh... To a court, I suppose. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's warden business. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, Al, keep an eye on everything. He is the watchful one. Yeah, okay. Um, are you sure? Out of the fridge and waving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make dinner. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll just, like. I assume it doesn't say like just for my eyes only, so or whatnot. It was just, I mean, it's addressed to me, but. I'll just, yeah. It absolutely does. Oh, okay. I gotta go. Sorry. (laughs) So I'll, uh, I'll, and I will, I will promptly leave. What is insight in this, this world? (laughs) It's perception check. I will say, if if it said for my eyes only, then I probably would have just said, I've been summoned, I have to go, warden business. I wouldn't have said where I'm going if it was like, this is just for you, like, and it was secretive, or, you know, supposed to be quiet or something. 31 perception. Good God. What does your demeanor look like, Christian? Uh, Formal. Like I just got a order, uh, and I am uh, I'm heading off, uh, you know, to uh, to where I need to be. I would imagine there's a bit of frustration that you were just there. That there's yeah, some additional tra- there's some additional travel. You basically stocked the pantry, haven't gotten to sit down and rest nor get something to eat but it does look like it looks still looks like Christian when he's headed to warden business yeah so as Christian you know walks out the door I just kind of like like squinty eye and just turn, turn to the other two I'm like all business there guys there's a weird dude I mean, man, they, these the wardens, man, they really drive them. They like just they say jump there. They expect everyone to just say how high. I mean, God, jeez, can't, can't just sit down on the couch for five minutes. I wonder that guy's honestly. Up tight. Seems like he kind of fits in. <laughs> <laughs> That's very valid. Very valid. Okay, now well, I know why, now I know why they rejected me politely, but rejected me. <laughs> Sucks for them. I'm I'm gonna make the best sandwich I think I've ever had, and I'm gonna start working on making a giant Dagwood sandwich, just layer upon layer of meat and cheese. The Dagwood drop, specific. Yep. <laughs> yep. Work for the Crap. streets. 
Crack is just like sitting in the corner of like the other the opposite corner of the refrigerator, like not in a chair or anything like that, on the 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 floor. Got like a, a stuff surrounding him in a nice little like semicircle, and he's just like tinkering with with your glasses. Oh yes. Can I get you something to eat while you're making it? Um. What do we have? We got a, a nice new jar of pickles. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I don't know. That, you, you, that's you my. That's one of my favorite snacks while I'm working on stuff. Pick. You, just, just, just try so it. Just is try it. A no it. on the pickles. They're really good. It's a no on the pickles. All right, well, well, I'll come up with a little plate for you, and I'll go back yeah. to the kitchen and just put together like a little charcuterie plate, <laughs> smorgasbord yeah, with yeah, no like pickles. Super, yeah, something. No pickles. You can just, just grab one gherkin. Though no. there's one gherkin in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> one gherkin in the, the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the spotlight, tinkering <laughs> on glasses. <laughs> the whole time, crack just keeps pushing it around the plate like moving it off of the thing <laughs> you think you'll try it blueberry smells it and <laughs> <laughs> we don't like green food christian it doesn't take you very long to play on get back inside the ocean in fact it takes you just as long as it took to leave because it's the same <laughs> spot that you just left <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not kidnapped or something. I thought that's where this was going. I was like, I'm totally getting kidnapped or something. Like, it's totally happening. The assassins got smart. As you arrive at King Tonga's court, you see Tarbin and Marcos and King Tonga around that raised platform. Looking down at a map. And as you walk past swim baths, very solemn faces, you look down at a map of the corruption of Bog Hala. And that is where we will pick up after this break. Did you say Bog Holla? <laughs> Back it up, boys. We're going home. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Woo. So then Bevy's up. We get to talk about the corruption of Bog Holla when you get back. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Big Viz. <laughs> I'm going to need to drizzle me some Jack Daniels. This is, this is, this is way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Bog Holla. Thirsty chat. Ch what chat's thirsty or you're thirsty? Tell I am. Thirsty. I am. I'm okay. Physically <laughs> thirsty. There is no amount of water I can drink today to quench the thirst. It'd be one of them days. Like I've I'm been recently just. I still have a bunch of that liquid IV left from when I went to yes. the festival. Oh, that knock anything out of your system real quick. Dude, that is the morning routine right there. 
right as rain. Mm-hmm. I have not felt a dehydration headache since liquid IVs emergence. I, yeah. I also have it not drank red wine. Used to for sure, but yeah. I just wish they would give me more flavors at Sam's Club. I only get lemon lime. Oh, yeah. Because I buy it in the giant bulk pack, but I'm not about to be paying a dollar fifty a freaking stick for a different flavor though. I'll I'll suck it up. I just buy them off Amazon. <laughs> it's probably pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> that way I can at least get something decent. Let's see. What it you know what hey, what liquid IV needs to start sponsoring streamers. What are we oh talking about here? Yes. Because what you got that, um, I think Gamer's Advantage has like a hydration. I don't know, something that's not energy powders. Please stop. <laughs> I'm trying to come down get, over here. Get these streamers off of your toddler <laughs> cocaine. That's <laughs> all it is. Oh my God. How are you guys drinking so many of them? Oh my god, there's like... I am still glad that uh, we're still carrying 1985s here. I went to Specs. I want those cryos. Oh my god. I feel like I need them, because I wanted to do a makeup look for them, and I looked on the Drizzly, and it said they had them, and they still don't have them, but they still had... Cryops are so good. 1985 needs to be a year-rounder. I was wearing my, like, the Able Gamers, like, jacket uh, thing, the windbreaker that they gave us. And this man, he like scans my stuff. He was like, "Man, I still really haven't like had had any Voodoo Rangers yet." And I was just like, "Well, I'm kind of sponsored by them, so I, I've had a lot." And he like looked at <laughs> my shirt. He was like, "Oh, that makes sense." This checks <laughs> <I'm> out. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's so he, hard. Like, asked me if they're any good. I was like, "Um, well, I'm kind of fond of them." <laughs> they're so tasty. I couldn't help but just keep laughing to myself while I was going to the bathroom thinking about, nah, dude, we don't need you. You're good. Go back and escort them. Immediately settled (laughs) out. Actually, come back here now. (laughs) Gotta have dramatic effect. Oh, yeah. Guys are just trying to keep secrets. They don't trust us. This is where the divide happens. By the way, if I was an orca, I would smile like that all the time. I'd be like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Such an animated orca. And also semi-terrifying. I'm really glad that they choose they don't wake up and choose violence every day. Seriously. <laughs> the days that they do choose it, it's scary. So <laughs> like scary. I'm glad that most days do not. <laughs> just hey, just one more reason. Don't the ocean okay <laughs> like as a whole oh my god shay that's hilarious <laughs> i love that he just posted something in D memes on the discord and it's very worth clicking on <laughs> hear me so many there it is <laughs> Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, not the salt and vinegar chips. Also, the thing that Bass posted in the Mirasran talk. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Gross. Dude, I didn't know you actually didn't like pickles. I so yeah, I don't like vinegar very much. So oh, like what? Uh, yeah, so like salt like, and vinegar chips are a no go no, for you. No, this it's the smell for vinegar that really like turns me off altogether. I like the flavor of dill. So like Yeah. It I I also don't like a lot of like crunchy um uh, textures for for vegetables and, and fruits and stuff like that. So like that that drives me off from pickles because I like dill and I like um like you the... just described my entire like <laughs> meal yeah my main like, like uh, we yeah. just buy, we go to Costco and buy giant veggie trays uh, and stuff. all your your girl dinner oh my gosh pickles <laughs> specifically yeah. the Clausen pickles I'm very particular about them yeah I, I it love, has to be the Clausen like I like dill flavor and I do like pickle juice as uh like <laughs> as a flavor. Like I, I, if somebody like dares you to like, oh, drink pickle juice. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not a big deal. But I just don't like the crunchy of the pickle mixed with the vinegar. And yeah, huh. vinegar, vinegar really sets me off. So that's why I can't do kombucha or anything like that. One like- of my favorite pickled things is pickled garlic. I love Ooh. pickled garlic. And that is something that you'll never really get to enjoy, Tim. And that's no. sad to me. <laughs> Yeah, I also like <laughs> half half the time grew up on a farm, so everything's pickled. Yeah, know, but so. can and everything like I'm you good, literally I'm just good. yep. Yeah, I you spend, harvest. I spent, I spent my summers on farms, so it's like I'm good. I don't want pickled things. <laughs> mm. I uh, someone dish. turned me on to pouring like an entire packet of ranch seasoning into yep. a pickle jar. Yep, it also it's works well. So so good. It adds that's, like such a good flavor to it. That's yep. a lot of flavor. <laughs> yeah, I love you. I can't do the cool That's silly. Crispy pickle, man. Mm. So in, in in Appalachia, there's this um, root vegetable called a, a ramp. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. It, it's a very tiny um, cross between an onion and a garlic, and they're like wicked spicy, like like naturally spicy, like like onion spicy. Yeah. Those pickled pickled ramps are like, oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. You do just like a heavy dill seasoning for your pickle juice and you pickle them ramps. That on a, on a cheese cracker, like pickle it's just. Pickle them ramps. Ah, <laughs> it's so good. Your Florida's starting to show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Oh, Floridians don't know about no ramps. That's West. That's that's from West Virginia. I learned about them. Green Mountain Mama. Yup. Take me to take me home. Og Holla Road. <laughs> Gasps in Spanish. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, why, why, why you specifically getting called down there? You know, like that's that's a great question. Maybe it's because I'm corrupt. I mean, <laughs> even I'm curious on why just he was called. 
Yeah, why not the bog holland native? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, everyone has solemn faces, so there might be something going on that you I wouldn't handle. I don't think you can well. emotionally handle it. Yeah. I, I have no emotions, so. Eh? Dress probably you know. like, I'll oh, just have Christian come because he doesn't. <laughs> Tarbo, Tar Tarbin and Mar Marcos Tarbos have a, you know, a very. Is that your ship name? Tarbos? Yes. <laughs> We're going to ship that all day long. <laughs> Baron Fishman. Calls Tarbos. Looks like you finally Baron caught Fishman. your fish. <laughs> and it's furry too. <laughs> so many places you go with that. Yeah, there's a lot you could go with any of this group. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are the zoo. Crushing these candy crush levels. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom. Good, good to know you're still doing well. The saga continues. I'm actually really upset because uh, my phone just like stopped working. And so I had to get a new phone and I didn't realize that I never actually created a profile. So like now I have to start over. All I those levels that you Facebook. already conquered. I have to start back over at 500, around uh, 500. Uh, it's, it's very de depressing. <laughs> I'm on the grind. <laughs> she be crushing. She be crushing. As soon as I saw it on the new, because it's part of the new Xbox partnership thing too. Like they have King that makes Candy Crush. So I don't know how they're integrating that into Xbox stuff, but I mean. Where there's money, there's a way. I am the target demographic. <laughs> it's like. It's me. I made jokes about being a Candy Crush steamer. Uh, uh. <laughs> it might happen. <laughs> Back in King Tonga's court. Christian, as you make those first steps up and notice the display of the salt marshes, Bog Hala. Uh, he, he just kind of steps forth and kind of reads the room a bit um and then uh very very formal um he has like the helmet to his side and he's kind of holding it as he kind of like form like kind of straight like walks or like swims uh and then uh i left as soon as i received the summons what's the situation as he glances down at the map marcos looks over to you This is bad news, but even worse for our pal Bud. A 
as Marcos will defer over to King Tonga. As we have said, these bounties from the Fae have manifested themselves through their deeds. The other three disturbances have not yet been identified. If we knew what the creatures were, or the disturbance, we would send as many teams as we could, all at the same time. However, the information still eludes us to what we're dealing with. In this case, the clues are starting to become clearer. I don't believe that we're dealing with something that escaped from Theris Galarum's ship. I think we're dealing with something that has crossed over. Something that has exploited the travel between Fae and the Material Plane. Something far more powerful than you have fought thus far. This creature, this entity, it... It's not acting on its own instinct. It's acting because it enjoys pain. Because it inflicts rot. Corruption. It sets its roots and carves a pathway into the weak, the most vulnerable. We've received a message from King Viscera that the salt marshes are no longer in his control. Worse than that. The villagers that are there have taken up worship of this thing. An untenable situation that we've left for far too long. King Visitor's treatment of his kingdom We'll have to take a back seat until we deal with the immediate. Were any of you familiar with this creature? King Tonga will place down a large hand etched picture of a very strange looking creature a neck almost as long as a giraffe large antlers 
teeth and horns that curl up. An itney of flies completely surrounding it, hooves in this massive tail that wraps around almost like a club. Carbon Christian, you guys can do a nature check. Yeah, I was going to say I've hunted a lot of strange creatures in Kalendor as part of my charge. Nature. Nature. Not my strong suit. Oh, it was so close to a 20. <laughs> so I was close to a 19. You got luckies. I don't know if we have any more luckies in the oh, hand. Oh, we might I not. Think, then. I, I, I think we burnt every single lucky we had. I don't, I don't think we have any of those. Luck- <laughs> that sounds like us. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and relentlesses. Marcos for the win. Or maybe not. I have seen many creatures run through these swamps. In salt marshes, but I've not seen anything that reeks of death quite like that. Neither have I. We have learned that this creature calls itself Grunfyla. From what we have gathered, he has corrupted not only the hearts and minds of the people who live in the salt marshes, but he's literally twisting the environment around him. Currently, Boghalla is cut off from all communication travel to Maristrand. King Visra has not told his people. As I said, we will deal with King Visra second. First, we must eliminate this Grunfiler from twisting and turning our salt marshes into something that can no longer harbor people. Nor ecosystems. Where he goes, the water turns black and brackish. The plants die. Oxygen walls fail. The fish are turning upside down. But what I fear the most is that he may be lowering the veil to whatever grim plane in the Fey that he walked out of. We can end up with our hands with more than just a ship and its loose cargo. We can end up with an all-out disaster. The salt marshes could only be the beginning. 
think if this creature comes inland any further, or wherever it chooses to set up shop. Most of all, we have to break this news to our friend. When you, <clears throat> your highness, when you say the people have been corrupted, their hearts and minds are no longer theirs, how deep does that corruption go? Is it there to be put to the sword, or is there hope of saving? We don't know. As of now, it has turned many of the Bullywogs violent. They were already the most susceptible to change. A hardened people on the hard times. Possibly any other solution in King Viscera would have looked good to them. Mm. But now they have grown violent, attacking any trade carts in between. No longer farming rice or crops from the pads. They've chosen to feast on the flesh of others. Do we have a contact, someone who would be able to shed more light. Clearly, we have to be getting our information from somewhere. This information has all come from my scouts. You, my friends, have the true insider. I see now why you requested just me thought it was odd it is a delicate situation I feel for your friend and his homeland but something must be done if this goes public people may cut off Bog Holler Forever. But you realize there is no ignoring this. As Grunfiler grows larger, his corruption will only spread. From the salt marshes outwards. This thing is living of the pain and suffering of others. It only wants it to grow. Mm. We can already see its brackish waters leaking into the ocean. It is only a matter of time before the ones in the deep below realize that they have an ally that walks the surface. 
Well, this creature is not from the deep. It certainly harbors the same feelings. For those that have stepped through those dark waters, understand there is no difference in the level of corruption. We are still tracing the other two anomalies, but don't have enough yet. We do, you will be the first to know. We should remain vigilant if it's... Well, we don't know, but... Certain affluences are easier to grasp on a mind if there's reasoning. These people are slighted by their king, but it could be more, and... Based on what Bud's shared, he hasn't had a great history, but it's still his home. We all need to be mindful of, I guess, our minds and hearts. Our charge is to take our inside man, go to the marshes, find out how deep the corruption goes and stop it, and stop this creature. Thoughts, Tarman. I know he didn't have the best departure from Bangala, but I know Bud. He's going to want to save as many of his people as he can. gonna be hard but I have faith that he'll make the right decisions I just hope we're strong enough to get him through it I think that every minute we sit here plotting and planning more of his people follow the corruption we show him the light of what we've seen, he'll understand. But now, more than ever, we need to move swiftly. Carefully. This creature isn't like the frog emoths. It literally sits between two worlds. The longer it stays in ours, the more of its world bleeds into here. The more of his people suffer. 
Let's hope we can do a decent enough job in convincing him that we're all on the same side. Thing else would love to be by the sword. Then let us do it. Our friend deserves to know. And he deserves the expedience more than ever. The same as free my home. I know he'll want to free his. King Tonga, point us to the swiftest tide back to Marrow Strand. We've got a long journey to make. Indeed. Remember, Tarbin is my hand. There's only so much support I can extend up and through the salt marshes. You will be going behind enemy lines. Tread fast. Be cautious. And cleanse that swamp and come out alive. You will, King Tonga. But my life, we will not fail you. King Tonga gives you 500 gold pieces for the frog hemoth. Oh my god! That's it? That's crazy. <laughs> the bounty on the cleansing of salt marshes of Boghalla is 10,000 gold pieces. Oh, this We're, is going to be. Are we buying Boghalla afterwards? Like, what, Jesus. Uh, no, what? what <laughs> I'm literally ima imagining this and I'm like, in my head initially, I'm like, okay, go kill the beast, right? Like, this is another thing. But now I'm thinking, bro, this might be like eight weeks, 10 weeks of like us trying to find this creature, like sneaking around, trying to figure stuff out, getting not, I, I don't know, man, this like, ugh. Hey, don't I, overthink it. We got the frog for the job. We just need to convince him to do true. it. That's all. You would, you I mean, would be I, right. If, this is a big arc. If yeah. if gold plays any you know indicator yeah. of that, five hundred for the frog hemoths, ten thousand for the the grim filer. Can I um as we're discussing, and can I just really analyze the map um just to one a get a lay of the land I guess, but then I don't know if pa I mean they've probably already had a bunch of people look at this, but like analyze if I can see like. A, like a trajectory or a source or like you know like kind of an outline of like it started here and it spread this far like over x amount of time just try to like analyze i guess like what the spread's been and stuff like that go ahead and roll a survival with advantage since you have marcos here and is a battle planner mm -hmm. survival okay Twenty-four, not a great roll. Enough average. for you to realize that this entity has emerged up and through the actual salt marshes itself. 
it's like they said it did not come from the from being caged or Mm. being on the ship something about these fey creatures and it's the amount of time has loosened the veil Mm. great Okay. Oh, we should, um... We should get moving. Um... I kind of look to Marcos and to... and to King Tonga. And I hesitate for a second. Uh, but then I kind of just generally ask the room, because I'm not sure who to ask in this situation. Um, is there going to be supplies given for this length of a trip? Or do we need to gather that up before we leave? We will gather what we need from the Warden's Lodge. Antidotes. Health potions. Of course. And uh, he'll just turn and kind of like do like a formal like like bow to King Tonga uh, as as we get ready to leave. Anything else before the three of you leave King Tonga's court? I know this will weigh heavily on his mind. Especially now when he's been giving the quarry to receive guildship if he finds Theris Galera. I know that he will be torn in his mind. I don't know if there's any way to make it any easier for him. I have no doubt in my mind that he will choose his people. But if there's anything that we can do to help him with his investigation as we cleanse this corruption, let us offer that aid. I think we all know he needs it from all of us. An unwavering support. See, it convince Crack, Akiko. This is where we need to be. He needs to be. Indeed. Let us put that on us. Let our friend make his decisions. As we carabiner on. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. I I think everyone will need to make their decision with something like this. 
Agreed. As we carabiner on. And begin walking through the lantern lit streets of the Dockside District. You guys arrive back up on the steps of home base. Did, did you hear that? That's not, that sounds like that sounds like bare footsteps. I feel like we're in the kitchen, like aprons on in the middle of cooking. <laughs> Full on food service. Yeah. Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano. Yeah, we're one giant I am, meatball. I am the rat in Ratatouille, and I'm just on Akiko's head. Why do I hear Valari from Dean Martin in the background? <laughs> Pal waiting at the bottom for scraps. It's great. Yeah. Come, come on in. We've got food going. And you like you you definitely like the aroma is strong when you walk up onto the porch. You smell like a full cooked meal. <laughs> I don't meal. know if it's good or not, but you smell something. I we could roll and see what <laughs> what it looks like. Um, that'd be survival, probably, right? Like this is gonna be a series of roll offs. Your food to our our grim demeanor. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, there's a there's an aura coming off of us as well, uh, but it's like of sadness or like grimness. I'll give you a, I'll give you a twenty eight for my for the cookings. I'm like trying to flip things in the pan and it falls onto the ground. <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like that smells not like a, a five star meal, but it it smells like good home cooking. Lots of garlic. You're covering yeah. up everything with just lots and lots of garlic. <laughs> Very aromatic in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, Hope you're hungry. We enter. There's definitely probably a serious demeanor to everyone's face versus like how we would normally enter. At least there is. Well, Christian looks the same pretty much all the time. So <laughs> there's not really a difference there, but maybe with Tarvin and Marcos. <laughs> Well, well, Christian looks Christian-y. Yo, what's, um, why you guys look like you just saw a ghost? Did they not pay us? Did, did we not get paid? We oh. spent literally everything we had left on these groceries because I thought we was getting paid. You don't worry about payments. Starbin wings that bag of gold with the top open so that it hits the counter. Splashes across where the food is. Okay, so you got paid. That's good. We got paid. We also got our next assignment. Right on. Yeah. Where's um? Okay. Where's the punchline? I guess the good news is. It's not in the ocean this time. That just seems like news. (laughs) Bad news is. Bud. It's in your home. It's it's here? In old Provoco? No, not. You're home here with us, but where you're from. 
Uh, oh. In Boghalla. Uh, oh. This Tarbin moves forward and pulls up a stool so he can sit right beside you in your apron. And you know it's grave because he puts a hand, puts a paw up on your shoulder. Kind of push a chair up like right behind him because he kind of looks a little yeah, this, a little shaky. This, um, I'm feeling, I feel a lot coming on right now. I need you to brace yourself, friend. Take a seat. Because you came with me to my home. And you know what I'm up against there. I'm not going to gild it for you, friend. Home for you is grim. Like home for me was grim. Like that, that sentence right there, you see his eyes get really big. Thinking back to what your island looked like with just that barren wasteland and that contrast with what he remembers the swamplands to look like with that imagery makes his eyes get real wide. We've been through it. So I won't sugarcoat it. You're analytical, so I'll give you the facts and you can make your decision from there. But King Viscera is no longer in control of the salt marshes. Villagers have taken up worship of another beast. Something not from this plane, something not from Boghalla. Something from the Fae that straddles both the Fae in our realm. Yeah, and another one of these animals the Theris brought, right? This one is a little more in depth than the Froghemoth. This one very much has an agenda. It likes pain, it likes rot, it likes corruption. It thrives on walking through the swamp with its long neck and its gigantic horns, club-like tail, flies, love the rot it leaves it behind. Unfortunately, the salt marshes have taken up worship of this creature. Its corruption is spreading. Worship? What do you? What do you mean worship? Like they? Like they're? They're not dying from it, but the. It will die for it. It's corrupting them, their hearts and minds. It's got an influence over them, as. We understand it. They're no longer farming the land, but each other. No, that 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 doesn't sound right. Those people, they they've seen all sorts of bad corruption come through. They those are that's resilient people. They that doesn't that doesn't sound right. 
It is barely I'm just their choice. Lean over and put a hand on it, but we can, we can, we can fix them, right? That's what we do. We go and we fix things. Just, I just shoot a look at at Arvin and Marcus. Fixing other people is not our goal. The finding of the source of this corruption, this Grunfiler, as it calls itself, is our target. We're unsure if they can be saved, but that is a secondary objective. But we think that if we find the target and eliminate it, that will could. Like Tarvin said, there's no, I won't sugarcoat it. We don't know if people can be saved, if they can be reconverted. That's where we there's need not you, enough bud. information. The powers that be are withholding this information, getting out to the public. They are concerned that public opinion will sway and might cut off Bog Holler forever. Currently, King Viscera has no trade routes. They are completely cut off. It is not just the salt marshes, they are only the beginning. They are worried about what kind of corruption will spread from this creature. King Tonga is worried that the brackish waters that it spreads now can connect even to the deep below. They may not be the same, but they are cut from a similar cloth. We will try to save who we can save. But the longer that this thing is allowed to roam about the swamp, the more we will lose. A high bounty has been set on cleansing the swamp. And but this is worth far more than any bounty. So you're you're, you're also saying that this is, this has taken over the the swamp marshes. All all the, all those people? It hasn't gotten to Bog Hall proper yet, but it is encroaching quickly has them cut off and and just so all the cards are on the table we know we're actively helping you with your guild investigate and search for your mark but there is zero seen connection to this creature or entity this is a completely separate thing Wait, so this is this is not one of Theris's escapees? King Tonga um, believes that 
Grunfiler has crossed over because of the constant traffic in between the Fey and the Material Plane, that it has left a portal. He and the Council are most worried that Grunfiler could be thinning the veil even more between the most corrupted parts of the Fey. At that point, we will not be containing a mess. We'll be trying to stop an exploding dam. Man. So, we've got this thing that's just consuming the people that I know. And it's, and it's because of Theris, maybe. And I have to, I mean, I have to, I, uh, and I really feel like we was getting on a lead with Theris, but I can't, I can't focus on that. I just, oh, this is a lot. Uh, you just see him just kind of rubbing his temples. How, how long is it? How, do we know how long this has been going on? Is this, is this new or is this been going on for at least a little while? It has been one of the four disturbances that King Tonga spoke about. The two other disturbances have not been identified yet. This is the second. Oh, I'm... Man, I... There is this thing tightening in my stomach right now, and it does not feel good. I... I just... The thought of even going back there, and and Big Viz is connected with this. He he asked for help. He asked for the help because he is cut off from the rest of the world, and he has created this problem. King Tonga repeatedly issued that we will deal with King Viscera. after this Grunfiler. Whatever has brought hard times from King Visitor's reign must be held accountable for part of this corruption. Oh, man. Well, um, I mean, this isn't really much of a choice for me. I, I, I know too many families over there. I, I have to, I have to see what's happening. Um, I just, I don't know what to tell the Violet Vale. I, I mean, 
Your investigation does not end. We will continue to help you with the clues. We know how much and it means to you. What Marco said is, although unlikely, improbable, there is still so little information. I asked, I looked, but there's very little information coming from there. There could be a connection. This could be something that ties. Unlikely, but we specifically need you because you're from there and you know and this is not a quick trip. This will take time. Just not even not even quick getting there. That's, that's funny that you would say that you need me though because I was literally just about to ask you all if you could help help me. I mean I, this, uh, it almost feels like it's my fault to a point. Because, you know, if maybe I would have done better, kept Big Viz from holding on to those reins and turning Bog Hall into what it is now, maybe, maybe there'd have been somebody there that could actually have been keeping track of this stuff and looking out for the peoples that live there. But instead, now we've left with, you know, this giant moose thing. And that's, that feels like my fault for not stopping that to begin with. Letting some dingleberry be in charge. But you can't take that on yourself no more than I can take Thermondra's reign and Caliban. You and I share one thing. We were both exiled. What happens when we leave is not our responsibility, but it doesn't mean we can't help when things go sideways. Don't torture yourself on what could have been and what wasn't. Look at what we have now, and how we can affect change. This is where we steal each other and fight the good fight, because it's the fight to do. This is now. If you were on the inside, who's to say the Grunfiler wouldn't have taken your mind as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. But uh, this thing literally appeared in the middle of the swamp with no warning, no possibility for anybody nearby. That's how it's able to spread so quickly. This is not your doing by any stretch of the imagination but we can do something about it now
And and you guys are all down to, to go? Of course we are. Why do you guys keep assuming we're not going to do this together? I'm a warden. And a dragon knight. It's my duty to do this. You guys hear a what loud he to say was, knock. We're, we're family. At the front door. Bud jumps like at all this conversation. He literally like literally jumps out of his chair and onto the roof. You see him like hold onto the shanty like, who said? I, uh, I'll go to the door. I'll have my hand on the hilt of my sword <laughs> and I will, I will do the, the, the creek crack open to see who's outside. Roll a perception check. Hmm. We're all kind of on edge. <laughs> We've been attacked in our own home too many times. 36. Ooh. 36. This will be a private roll. Oh boy. <laughs> You came knocking on our door. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, knock on our door. It's We've been waiting for you. Roll the three. Oh, <laughs> wow. Plus 18. Let's go. There is a dagger that is jammed on the door with a letter. And you see the trail end of someone running off before they dart up into the alley. Humanoid black clothing before they enter into the shadows. Is is this similar to like the unspoken like wardrobe or? I've given you all the detail that I can give you. Can I take off after the individual? Yes, you can. I have experience tracker, so I'm able to move at my full le- uh, speed while tracking, but I just take a penalty, a-, a less penalty to do so, to be able to move quickly. You need to add up your distance. You also have your bands of athleticism that give you extra 10 feet on this. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, so I have a base twenty five, but I also have a feat that gives me an extra five. I think so. At least it did, unless it changed. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I have so much. Nope, Catfall just helps me fall. Ah. Got your things? Mm. Well, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, what, 30 plus 10 for that, so it would just be 35. I had a plus 5, but I don't know where it's at, so... Uh, fleet is your general uh, general feet. Oh yeah, there it is. Five. So it's thirty plus ten would be forty feet. 
of movement then. Thank you. I just looked past it like eight times. <laughs> like, I know I have something that makes me faster. <laughs> so, yeah, my normal move speed is uh, 30 plus the 10 from that would be 40. All right. There's going to be a three dice challenge. Mm hmm. On this three dice challenge, uh, because of your perception check on the first and your own natural ability here, you have two advantage rolls. Okay. Taking off in a dead sprint. Because of your experience tracker, I'm going to put you within distance as the rest of you guys see <clears throat> Mr. Tian bolt out the front door does anyone follow his just dead run out holy crap where'd he go yeah Bud jumps off the ceiling chandelier <laughs> and then starts running after him okay, I do not have that same type of really speed weird dude <laughs> All right, but I I can very very much track Christian. I don't have the same speed as him, but now I, I see him. I can mark him as my target, so my tracking on him can be very solid. And I don't have my helmet on. <laughs> More aerodynamic. Yeah, well, I mean, I just I, I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation that's serious with my helmet on. So it's like it was on the table. He slammed the, the dagger in the door. I didn't even look at the note or whatever it was. I was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, -uh. That's right. no, you yeah. didn't. All right. Unspoken have we first taken roll a note yet. <laughs> Twenty five. OK, is this athletics? Yes, this is athletics, and I will uh, put that on everybody. Sorry. Hey, wow, not a great roll. Not a great roll from them. Yeah. 33. Ooh, 33. <laughs> you are going to catch up. You're within 10 feet as this unspoken looks back. <laughs> Christian giving it hell. They're going to look up and they're going to vault with an acrobatics and try to get up on top of the nearest roof. Acrobatics mm. check. Oh, oh, Roland is so weak. Just gets up on this roof. Rolls a little bit. Catches his feet, keeps going, just makes the DC to get up on the roof. All right, acrobatics. Acrobatics. Okay. And then uh, it's a three one, and I have two advantages, right? So. Yep. Oh, I will. I'm, it's not as good as my uh, athletics, so I'll definitely roll the advantage. Oh. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> is there a reroll thing? Is that is a Donald's just a saving throw, right? <laughs> 
not a relentless or whatever. So we, we did chat. Did, somebody did roll a luck earlier. So there is yeah. a luck that got added into the, the party hand. I'm going to catch this mother trucker. Or at least try. You can use that luck? Yeah. If you Let's guys go! Yeah, <laughs> All right. Acrobatics. Uh, one, just one roll now, right? Right. Yep. Vaulting yourself back up on the roof, that unspoken looks back, <sighs> looks forward, is going to make another jump as it's crossing tiles, jumps across over to another roof. Athletics check. Oh, it was so close. 27. You got one last advantage. Come on, baby. Oh, no. It was double two fours. fours. Oh. It was two fours. What? Double oh. fours. Oh. Why? Why? So I, I didn't want to intercede with this, but like, so I've been trying to follow. I haven't made any of the rolls yet because just because I didn't want to jump in on the on the dice roll piece. But should I roll to see if I was able to at least even catch up to this point? Roll to see if you get a nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know it's worth. You never know. I saw it for a second. Is there oh, any other card that you could use? It Indom is That's saving. a saving throw though. Yeah, mm. not a skill check. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I have. I don't think there's anything. Oh wait, wait. So as I as I go to run and I and I go to jump off, uh, my vision fades for a second and I see the outcome of me landing short and basically like all those movies where you land at the like the, the chest and then you like hit and then you like fall backwards. Uh, as I use my feet that I can use once a day, vision of foresight to reroll a skill check or a saving throw that I fail. Also, yes. So Olrishan gives me <laughs> yeah. a vision that I will I will mess this what up. Neo. <laughs> so, have you added your plus three to your modifier for your athletics? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. I did do that. So, <laughs> so I'll try. So wait a minute. You yeah. Slide that oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes chat is my best weapon. Vision of foreskin. Uh, so yeah, I will roll one uh, one last time for athletics. 27, on, on, still the mark to beat. Yeah! Oh! Oh! Almost critical on that. <laughs> Driving by his little ankles. As you were done in this foot race, as you push yourself back up and you propel yourself with one last jump and just spear tackle this guy 
into the side of the roof, like just the tiles going down till you hit the side and have him pinned, him hanging his body over the side. You just have him grappled by the torso of his armor. If you have a message, you can tell it to me directly. He's going to loosen up his garb. I'm going to punch him in the face. (laughs) Are you sure? Such a straight face, dude. That was terrifying. (laughs) Well, I'm just trying to remember because the first guy didn't he do the same thing, and then like he like had a pill or something that like he did. He tried to kill himself. That's what I was gonna say. Like if I got if I is it the same motion as that as the first one that like is that the same thing? No, it's not. Okay. No, I I I like it though. uh, So uh, (laughs) I I I won't because I just want to give him the opportunity to potentially speak to me. And he lowers part of that dark scarf over his face, and you see those fangs drop down. We're ready to talk. While this is happening, can I can I take the note off the door and look at it? <laughs> As he's taking off and going there, can I go ahead and grab the dagger? Oh, it's us, while the he... unspoken. Let's chat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, take the note off. Okay, what does it say? Certain thieves can't. Nobody can read it. <laughs> <laughs> You see in Sylvan a short handwritten note. Can you read Sylvan? Crack does have my glasses that I would, uh, yeah, <laughs> like a bud, bud left, but Crack does have the the magnifying glass. So, so Crack, I'm kind of looking at it and turning it sideways, like trying to figure Crack out walk, what kind of. Crack walks up behind Akiko, like just casually chewing on an apple. <clears throat> what you got there? Well, I mean, I at least wanted to see what he had to say. And, I don't know. And, you take a look at it. And I just kind of like toss it back towards him as I'm like looking at this Assassin's Creed magic that's happening in front of me. <laughs> you hand me the, the the letter, I hand you the apple. <laughs> and then I, I reach in my bag and I um, take out a vial of, uh, where is it? Um, I love that. You just have a Kool-Aid for everything? Yeah, I do. I no, he used this to he's, decipher the the. He's the cracked, man. You know, he's our he's our resident drug dealer. He's so got he's things. got something for all the needs. <laughs> and he definitely uses that apple to smoke out of some stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why it tastes different. <laughs> there it is. That's Comprehension elixir. Um, oh 
quick, craft that. Hate that I have to do it like this. And then held. Then use it. There we go. Uh, so now I can read it. As the silvish words form into common and easy to read. The unspoken or willing to negotiate. You know where to find us. And I turn to Akiko and go, Um, sounds like people want to talk to us. You know those, the, the, those bad dudes that were like trying to kill Mr. Tian a couple weeks ago? I'm pretty sure they tried to kill all of us, but yeah. Right, yeah, they, yes. I think at one point they did kill Tarvin. Just once? That time just once. I'm, apparently they want to talk. To us? Yeah. Hmm. That's what the letter says. Super short. I mean, Does to it the, say to where? The, to the, it says that we know where. But we don't. It doesn't say where. It, it doesn't specifically state where. It just says we know where. It literally says you know where to find us. Huh. Back on Should top we just of the wait roof. For them to come back? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hilarious yeah. that they went through all this trouble <laughs> and all this work, and all they had to do was read the note. And then, yeah, on top of the roof, as I'm holding this guy dangling off of a rooftop. <laughs> and why oh, should I believe you? We're sitting on the porch and like kind of <laughs> just like looking over at them. We have no choice. You can look and you can just see this individual looks super malnutrition. Just down to the bone. Is it Dresden? And as you say that name, you can kind of see it like avoids eye gaze and almost as if you're shining a light towards it. It is all of them. All of who? Be specific. Some boundaries we cannot cross. We know you seek theirs. So do we.
Mm. I feel like, like right at that moment, maybe Bud was able to make his way up onto the roof out of breath and hears the word Theris. Did he just say he knows Theris? He doesn't speak much. But apparently they want to meet. Hmm. Well, I've got my manacles if we want to take them back for more questioning. Oh, he looks so frail. You just sent to deliver the message and that was it. You feel his wrist (laughs) dislocate. My, My grip? It's like... <laughs> They're so frail that literally you can hear the crunch of his wrist dislocate just as you're holding him. <laughs> What's your plan here? I'm going to die here if you don't let me up. Remember my grace. And I will uh, pick him up off of the, the ledge and let him get back onto the roof. You notice he's not going anywhere. His ankle is sideways. Is this enough for you? And your grace. Hmm. What are you doing here? I'm not going to talk to you on this roof anymore. You know where to find us. I'm not normally one to offer this, but I don't know. I've got a lot going on in my head tonight. I just made a, a huge feast of food back. Would you be interested in coming back for a plate of food? Maybe we can, you know, talk this all out, figure out what's going on. But he drops his fangs and looks at you and <laughs> rolls his eyes. <laughs> I just like point to my like. Well, it was worth the shot. I'm hungry. Uh. I'll discuss with the group. We do know where to find you. But if it's a trick, some sort of play, Dresden, I'll finish the job this time. He kind of winces as you say Dresden again. We have been severed from Master. Oh, now that's interesting. Why? You can tell there's this this bout of frustration 
We don't know. We don't know anything. So who's in charge? Can we get off of this roof, please? Sure. And I will, uh, I will help him down. But as I do that, uh, and I've been talking to him, uh, I'm using my aura sight, because, uh, you know, cool dragon things. Uh, and you got to use the stuff that you have. So, you know, uh, I'm going to use my aura sight to, uh, yeah, focus on the creature and uh, see its attitude towards me, its current uh, emotional state, its physical health, all that stuff I can kind of read. But I want to know if it's being deceptive towards me or not. Roll perception check with advantage. Oh, 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 37. Oh, oh. <laughs> 37. Its mannerisms of not wanting to speak, of Dresden being very confused. It doesn't seem like it's the same unspoken assassins that tried to kill you weeks ago. Yeah, I think the biggest one is that it actually spoke to me. <laughs> so, that was like the first thing I was like, oh, you're actually speaking. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I will help them down from the roof since they got a busted ankle. And I will... What's your name? As he pulls up his sleeve. And shows you. Just a series of numbers in Sylvan. Burnt into his arm. Mm. I rose with no name. We were unspoken. Till now. And now it appears you're the forgotten. It's a good one. Well, it's good. Let's see if we can get you remembered. I will I will help him or them back towards where they were going until they get to a point where they're like, <sighs> okay, I can go from here. you're kind of hobbling, carrying him. I need something. You, you gotta use your words, friend. He wants to feed. As he flashes his fangs again over to you and rolls his eyes. Ain't getting none of this. can't even get a rat or a cat looks down at his leg 
No. Can you get me one? Look at Bud. Bud's already not looking at you, looking for some sort of quarry around. He's got his bow out drawn, looking for a cat, some sort of juicy He looks back at you and goes, not biting a cat. Oh, you you get to be picky now with your food. Only he was just talkative and we killed all those possums. Oh, that's 23 for what I can see around. (laughs) Uh, Survival check. Oh, survival? Sorry. As you do that, I just tell him I could have been open to it, but my blood's different. You're not my type, anyway. I bet you Dresden remembers me. kind of recoils back. If the shoe was on the other foot, I wonder if you'd be so bold. That's why I'm helping you. And why I'm willing to talk. He glances down at his wrist with the numbers. Bud, any luck? <laughs> Arrow next to a trash can. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we got something. I, I go over and grab out whatever I <laughs> was able to stick it with my arrow. Oh yeah, you're able to get a, a marrow strand rat. Good oh, yeah. size, <laughs> double double fister. Oh yeah, that's a juicy one. <laughs> he like really hams it up as he's walking <laughs> over there. Uh, wait, hey, don't get away from me. Let's go. Come over here. <laughs> Grabs it and just in, smacks it on the head. That wouldn't fit in Tormund's. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just about the right size for Tormund. <laughs> a deep pocket in there. <laughs> I tried to keep most of the blood in, inside of it. And he goes and hands it over to Christian. Here. You can see just just latches onto this thing and that rat almost turns phase white it's like as short as a Capri Sun as he throws it up against the wall as it hits and slops down you can hear as his ankle goes back into place and just a little bit of color returns to his skin but you can still see him holding his shoulder and his wrist as you all walk back towards your house the rest of you Wide-eyed and surprised that this white hair, red-eyed, unspoken vampire thrall st- 
stops at your doorsteps. You forget it's not as if I can just walk in. Mm. Oh, really? This thing? Oh, but I'll get on the other side of the doorway. I invite you in. No, 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 no. Once you start with one, then they all come, and it's just a just a nightmare. We only have so much food, man. We need this one to give us some information. And his, besides, specify so that like, it's just him. Make it like it's more of a contract. Pointing back at the note. Uh, they already told us what they want. They want. They just. They just want to go on a date. Well, our friend here shed some light and apparently they're disconnected from our vampire friend who went off to the Fae. Isn't that a good thing? Not for them. Master Dresden created us. Theros controlled us. We have no purpose. We have no memories of our previous life. We've been left with nothing. And all that we remember are all of you. You said Theris controlled you. Dresden sired you. You know where Theris is? No. How did he control you? Arcane means what missions inside of our head. To disrupt order within the political factions and inside the guilds. last time you got one of these orders we realized when the magic severed sometime after we retreated from the docks it's like it just didn't exist anymore like a dream could barely remember what was there before each fading night Wayne's. We did not choose this life. What was my life before? What have they done to me? Surely my family, if I had 
some kind of the family thinks that I'm dead now what if I had what if I had a wife what if I had kids I don't know I must leave is this why 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 bother give me free will it is worse than being in the prison of undead we do not want to live this way we have no thoughts except for inflicting the same pain that we feel onto the men that created us. And how many are in your number? Eight chose to walk into the sun. Seven remain. Five. Well, four have refused to eat until I injured myself. Hmm. Two wish to live. I think I think we could have a meeting as I glance to the group every everybody in this the seven that remains shares this similar sentiment of you I don't know how to convey to you any more of our situation An insight on it. Seems like a desperate man. Yeah. I mean, this is we can closest. barely remember why we woke up this morning. Mm. Some remember. Your faces. We don't know why. Our will was not our own. But I know this. If we all walk into the sun. And there's Galerum. Receives one less dagger in his side. And so. <laughs> just. Them. 
my thought is to go to the dock, gather with the others, try to recall and get any information you can, memories, places, locations, people. If you want, there's so do we. And in that, we're aligned. We can help. Gentlemen. There's a lot on our plates right now. We're going to have to make a choice. We need to begin our preparations for our mission. You guys couldn't have come yesterday. Today was the day you had to do this. Ah! But just kind of turns and walks back into the kitchen. Marcos looks back at Tarvin. We're going to have to make a choice. choice has been made for me. I follow King Tonga's orders. I feel these individuals allies they might be not ones we can help now. It may not be that easy. As the camera zooms out with a looming decision for the zoo to make on how they prioritize their time first. We will pick up there in a week's time as you have to stew over it. I want to stew. I don't want to marinate. So we've got there's kill this vampire, make bone broth, and I'm going to Boghalla. I got just just to make sure my brain's all in the right place. We've got we've got Akiko's boat ride that was supposed to happen in six days, days from now days? i was literally gonna say akiko you need to cancel your boat plans yeah, <laughs> like, as soon as y'all said stuff about bog Hala, i was like man we've my got my teacher's gonna think i'm lying i'm gonna need somebody to go with me because i i need an adult sign my field trip permission slip what, <laughs> we, like, what we do is we charter the boat to bog Hala. <laughs> no, they don't got that boat, man. These guys got left. These guys are on their own. No, no, no. She, saying. He's saying, oh, no, he's the, saying they can be the porters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. They just if you don't us. think that we're fan boating in, in there, you're sadly mistaken. You're sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Run through the jungle. So, and then we have, uh, 
the the Theris Galarum lead now that just got presented in front of us, and then the ask for from King Tonga, King Tonga. taking us to Bakhala. Yeah, I think those and are somewhere our... somewhere in the hodgepodge of that, Trezen is is doing something because. <laughs> Because he, we, we're gonna see him he's, again probably multiple times. But he's I, out of contact I, from his thrall. We don't know. They don't know, man. It's well, like so, crazy. So, and uh, th- and Galadrum is looking for Theris Galarum yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's a race, technically. Yeah. It is a race. <laughs> so my thought, like, well, two quick things, right? Um, is either a Theris is dead, and that's why the magic stopped. That he got. Nah. Or he's like definitely not in a great place to be able to to control magic and is probably hiding out or something. I feel like if you have the same amount of magic that you can put ideas into somebody's head, you can just end that connection when it's no no longer useful to you. Sure. And it's not useful to you anymore when there's no leader when when they don't have dress. Yeah, I just like the fact that he got ganked somewhere and like we're gonna find <laughs> this like undead corpse some, so, uh, or something. So uh, what I, I just, think you know. I was thinking Dresden is who got ganked. I think yeah. Dresden is who got ganked. See, I was thinking the other way around. I was thinking Dresden ganked him and uh, was like, yeah, you know, well, like because he was the sire. I'm like, I don't know, man. There's so many possibilities. Dresden was seen leaving the abandoned, uh, right. abandoned galleon. <laughs> inside Galadaron. So he is confirmed to at least as of episode one of Galadaron, was right. still alive there. Because right. I, I rolled the nat 20 on perception and saw him leave. Yeah. I just don't understand yep. what we're supposed to do for them. What are, well, I don't what necessarily... For these people? I don't necessarily care about them per se. I just care about the information they might have that helps us I know the whole thing about like oh Adam God, as a person a kind of like, cares cool, because like monster you know yeah but like not by choice back. right like are you a monster I, if it yeah, wasn't by choice like, you know yeah. but it's like you want to take that risk Christian yeah. is like I'll just cut all your heads off I don't really care but like, you might have information <laughs> that we need so how about you I'm wake up nice as a swamp vampire and not remember anything exactly. and be forced to be I, undead I can understand that perspective especially Christian being one that hunts a lot of macabre creatures and then people and all that stuff that he's done he understands their plight he resonates with it does he necessarily care deeply no but they might have information that would be beneficial to us i think what we should do is without rob we should either get online at least an hour (laughs) early before episode or do another like figure out but no i'm serious we should probably all like get together at a point to really like talk you know i've already got it figured out for us Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the docks. You, th- you like, like couple of you oh, are gonna go Michael fight the, the party. Go to yeah. Bog Halla. Akiko's gonna go to the other Gladrilon, and, yeah, and, and you we'll know just we're just gonna do it all at once. And now Mr. Tian's plan comes to fruition. <laughs> Getting rid of Akiko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's good stuff. This is this is man. There's so many pulse points. It's it's really interesting now to see where. Screw you, Rob. What's happening? <laughs> Dude, these are some cyberpunk decisions. Like, there's nothing that ends well here. No, somebody yeah, is getting none of them seriously. Good. All of them are bad decisions. Yeah. Yes, every ending leads to just absolute every time. Well, I mean, I, uh, you yeah. understand now that whatever verbiage was placed in their minds about neophyte, and those were ideals that Theris Galarum have planted. 
so that was, that was big reveal honestly for like like true fact now that we know yeah and you know that them I, being I unspoken was, was purely arcane means to try to keep them under wraps that they've been dumping dresden's little feeding party right over here so whatever relationship dresden and theris galarum worked out was a mutually beneficial relationship of you give me thralls i use those thralls to do the things that i need to do in the world and you get more of your vampire army yes (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) who knows maybe you just rock a coven with you for a little bit I I do so and that's the thing is I, I do feel like there is some opportunity for us to you know brainstorm some ideas. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm sure we won't try to get eaten at like night when we sleep when the thirst <laughs> overtakes them. Stop inviting them in. <laughs> hey, you just got to feed plenty of bog hollow rats, that's all. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of torment crotch rat. All of them want to come in. And, also, you know, wait. So, did I pick that up right? He was one of the five that was choosing to not eat, and we yeah. just broke his vow of. <laughs> of we, uh, he couldn't walk, so it was like. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's on me. <laughs> yeah. I kinda, I you know, so rough, Christian. <laughs> more than what I thought. I, I, originally, I was planning on like as I was jumping, pulling out my sword and like pinning him to the roof. <laughs> but but I was like. <laughs> I was like, I oh, will just go here. We'll go with this. If you would have pinned him, then the only way it would have been like, I, you got to give me some blood, or I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I'm, I'm gonna pin out yeah. and just let the just sun take me. I probably would have, but like, my my blood's holy, man. It's 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 pure, you know. But over there, saying you ain't getting none of this. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you can have some wine. Like They've already eaten most of me. Yeah, closing point to my like thoughts or statements on the episode is that like this all happens right after like this bombshell gets dropped for Bud, where it's like, hey bud, like yeah. let's have a conversation in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You know, the dog's going out back. Hey, buddy. Uh, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uncle Christian also- is killing I'm big like, red. <laughs> b- very big kudos to you guys for trying to navigate that. Uh, that felt like that was a very like Sweet it was like scene. a team effort. Yeah, it was yeah. a very good team effort. How do you tell your good. friend that his his home is not going to be his home if we don't do something about it? And it's yep. there's so yeah. many people that deserve to get punched in the face that you can't get to. King Vis, Theris Galarum. There's all uh, these people you can't get to just yet because the shitstorm looming in front of you is so large and your moral decision sits there. But well, I love that anybody calls him King Viz. <laughs> he will yeah. always be Big Viz. Oh, yeah. And that is all he ever wants to refer to him as. Oh, I love it. No, I think it's like interesting that like if we do choose like that, no matter what, like you said, the cyberpunk, there will be major consequences to whatever actions we take then that which that feels good that. in the sense that you can't be wrong you or you can't be right so you're just always gonna be wrong so it doesn't yeah. what is it what does it say is like the only wrong action is inaction because inaction means death so that is, that is the saying. most christian thing I-, <laughs> I was gonna bring it out baby i was gonna bring it out i had it ready and then the the dagger came to the door i literally thought mm. that same thing i was like this is what i'm gonna tell bud and then I was like, boom. And then I was like, I see you, mother trucker. 
You know, my, my, my shit is easy. I've got orders. So, you know what? Yeah. Y'all decide what you want to do. I'm working this I direction. Need to, uh, as a warden, but, you know. <laughs> How am I supposed to sleep, man? Can we, can we have another, like, four hours, please? I would love no, I to. Can't, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't Tuesday do that. Oh, it's a long is time it to stew. Ugh. Speaking of stew. On that note, we'll Alex see you in two down. weeks. Love y'all. Take care.